Hello, hello, everyone. This is It's Tempting Pod with Casey and Erin. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for coming back. Um, this is probably the last episode that Erin is going to have this mic. So just a little heads up on that. Um, yep. And then starting, so this episode is dropping on, let's see, Tuesday. April 5th. We aren't going to have an episode this Thursday, but starting next week, we are going Mm -hmm. to be having episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday. So Tuesdays will be the current season episode, um, season four, and then Thursdays will be recaps of past seasons and we'll be starting season one. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to let you guys know that that will be our official schedule. So this is today is Tuesday, the 5th of April. There's not an episode Thursday and then starting next week, every single Tuesday and Thursday. Um, if you guys want to support us, please go like or follow our Instagram at it's tempting pod. If you need to get in touch with us, our email is it's tempting pod at gmail.com. That can be for questions, concerns, sponsorships, guests, whatever. And then the link in our bio of our Instagram is our website. So go on there. If you can donate, please donate. If you can't, not a big deal. Just like follow, go on our different platforms like Spotify, Apple podcasts, give us five stars anything helps. We love it all. We're here for any of it. Yes. We love and appreciate you guys. And moving forward, we also have some exciting things. We're trying to get guests. We have a couple already lined up, but we're going to, moving forward, try to get a bunch of guests on, which I feel like you guys will enjoy. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, and then I'm always going to do this little disclaimer at the beginning to anyone that we are talking about or recapping about. It is nothing personal. We are just judging the footage that is presented to us. We love you all. It's so brave of you to go on this show, to be on TV, period. So just know it's all love and it's nothing personal. Yes. So let's just dive right in, right? Yep. Yep. Let's do it. So we ended off um, Luke and um, – Edgar had their little bumper. Edgar's little lip quiver, I wrote, is just killing me. I felt so bad for him. Um, Oh, yeah. So that's – yeah, he dropped that bomb on us. Um, was not expecting it. Like, I know I talked about it a lot in last episode, but, like, I could not get over it. Like, it went from zero to 100. Like, him being so sad to literally, like, just all of a sudden a switch being, like, you know yeah, what? he was like, <laughs> I'm gonna speak my truth. Yeah. Um, so that will we'll see where that goes throughout the show, I'm sure. Yeah. So Lascelles, he had the next bonfire clip. Mm-hmm, and his bonfire mm-hmm. clip, yeah, was a little bit, I would be a little bit nervous. It was Ashley saying that she has a an instant connection with Mike. Um yes. which that's a big statement. And this is what I said about LaSalle's reaction, okay? He seems too cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Okay, it seems uh-huh. like he's hiding something, hiding emotions. Yep. He also, because Mark, like, looked at him and was like, do you think, like, it's, like, a legitimate, like, emotional connection? And he did not hesitate. He he said that he believes that Mike and Ashley have a legitimate emotional connection. Yeah. And Mark immediately called him out, like over not being concerned that the girl he loves and has been in a relationship with for seven years is forming feelings for someone that she just met. Like, why are you not more concerned? Why are you so chill about this? Like, that is so, yeah. so I mean, weird. Ex- yeah, I, that's like, it, it reminds me 
I'm not comparing the two at all. I'm seriously not. But it reminds me of like when Kendall would like uh-huh. see Erica like forming connections or even like crying and stuff. And he was just like, yeah, like, I mean, it's fine. Cool about it. I, again, like, yeah. I'm not comparing the two at all. They seem like completely different people, but it's reminding me of that where it's like, well, why don't you care? And Mark was like, yeah, I'm not. Mark literally says, I'm not judging you. I'm just trying to understand you because I don't really know yeah. you that well yet. And like, I would be concerned. So for you to not be like, I'm trying to understand it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he said that a lot to like, yeah, like LaSalle's makes a comment. He said, I think her, I messed her up. Like he stunted her growth. So, mm-hmm. and then Mark is just like, je- he just seems so genuinely confused about the reaction. And he literally tells him, he's like, I really want you to like try to figure out how to not be too in your head and more in your yeah. heart. Cause he's, yeah. he's, it's just like, that's not normal. Like if you see someone that you're supposedly in love with, and you have a life with them and you've been together for seven years uh-huh. and you see them making an emotional connection and you genuinely believe it's real. Yeah. That should be like a stab to the heart. Like you should be in panic mode. And he's just like, eh, maybe no big maybe deal. He just, yeah. Like maybe he just like <laughs> knows the guy and the type, like I, even when maybe he just Ashley- knows like it's not her. Not her type. Yeah, like maybe he's kind of like, dude, I know Ashley's type. Like, if that's not yeah. him, and because he said that, did, did, oh my gosh, wow. he did. He, he said that. He said at that date selection. Selection, that, that, Sorry. Yeah, that Mike's not typically her type. Yeah, he did say that. So maybe so, you're right. Maybe that's why yeah. he's not concerned. I hope that's the case because if mm-hmm. it's if that's not the case, it's very weird that he's so cool about this. Well, that's why. I mean, even when we first broke down the couples and stuff, like they that was kind. of that was kind of the one couple I genuinely just couldn't understand. And yeah, I think you, you did, you called that out quick. I'm still not understanding, but yeah. it's only the beginning. I know that walls get broken down quickly. So I'm sure yeah. more will come to light. It's just that bonfire didn't really give me any. Yeah. I, I also um, have a side note, Casey. What, I wrote my notes. What? Luke's facial expressions at the bonfires. Are so funny. Kill me the whole time. He's like, yeah. Like he literally is like in shock, like as if he just watched like the craziest, craziest thing ever. Like, dude, he just just just, like he over exaggerates everything, and I, I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know. It's very like, yeah. He his expressions. (laughs) It's a lot. Are just like shocked. I don't know. I had to say that. Cracked me up. So I've already kind of made it clear what I think about Hanya, um, but I'm going to sidetrack. Before his bonfire video even started, and I just watched this episode this morning, so I, I remember it fresh. Yeah. He was stressed. Like you could tell he was stressed mm-hmm. before his video even started, and he seems more emotional than he ever has in that moment, and it really surprised me. It like it kind of took me like I was like taken aback because I'm not I haven't really been a fan of him like at all. But you could tell he was like genuinely stressed before the video even started. And I was like, okay, like maybe he does have a heart. Maybe he is like invested in Ash. Like that was a little weird. And then we see that we see the video. Mm-hmm. There's the pillow wall. They're in bed. There's the kiss. I cracked up because you could see LaSalle's in the background and he like zooms in like his whole like 
<laughs> you like to get a closer look at what well, the case like what's over going here, on luke's over like, here like looking shocked, around like right all both of them their reactions were really funny but I did say, I was like, Hanya genuinely seems shocked Mm -hmm. and it seems like his plan has really backfired. And in this moment, my opinion changes later down the road, but in this moment watching the episode, I legitimately felt bad for him. And I did notice that he is owning that the open relationship idea was 100% his idea. I feel Mm -hmm. like someone that has like, and again, I'm not saying that Hanya is a narcissist or anything like that, but I, I'm anyone that typically has tendencies like that would yeah. never ever own that that idea was theirs. It's always projecting and blaming the other person. So that was definitely surprising to me because you can tell like he's realizing he might not want an open relationship. Mm-hmm. And this is a perfect fucking example, everyone, of when guys get their shit together when it's too late, you fucked around for too long, and now the girl is on to bigger and better things. Yeah. So everyone should learn from Hanya because now it's a little too fucking late. Yeah. I mean, he literally says that too. He's like, I feel like I knew yeah. what I wanted. I just waited too long to say it. Because, yep. And then and then Mark says, he's like, listen, she's doing everything that you said was okay to do. Like Mark a literally hundred, said that. A hundred percent. She and is doing what Hanya encouraged. I, I agree with everything you're saying. I have in my notes that he said he's confused and angry. And that confused me because- Yeah, it's annoying. I because why, why like, are you angry? Like you did this. Like, you can be angry and confused with yourself, but don't be yeah, angry no. and confused at her. She didn't do anything yeah. wrong. She's doing exactly what you what said. You and that's what, and that's literally what Mark said. Like, so I love someone who is like self aware, who like yeah. realizes maybe the mistakes because like this is where, this is your chance to grow and learn about yourself. Don't project it on your partner. Like, yeah. take it in and. Now yeah. work on yourself. You know what I mean? Because it's a long road ahead of you. You're not going to see her. You are not going to see her for like a month. So yeah. if you genuinely are feeling in your heart of hearts that this was a mistake, I wish I never said X, Y, and Z. I wish I could change. Okay. Or I wish I could like, you know, turn back the clock and like change it. Okay. Then you need to do everything in your power on your side of the island to prove that to her. Don't yeah. then go and party and yeah. look up because she's doing it and all this stuff and you're the woe is me card. No, no, no. The no, only no. way to it, the only way that you are going to prove that you're a better man and that you made a mistake is through your actions. So yeah. I think it's gonna be interesting to see how he reacts after all this because like you can live in that regret for sure, but if you're not gonna do anything to change it or you're not gonna do anything to prove it to her on the other end, then it means yeah. nothing. Yeah, I agree. You're a hundred percent right. It's, it's going to be interesting to see like where this goes, like how yeah. he handles this because you could tell he's like, what have I done? <laughs> like it yeah. hit him. It hit him hard. Um, so now the girls, they're in the Escalade, they're driving up and this is where you start talking and like, it's getting serious. Iris yeah. and Jillian, this, this stuck out to me big time. Iris and Jillian both saying that they are constantly preparing themselves for heartbreak. Yeah. Newsflash, that is not love. No. No, 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 no. When you are in love and your person loves you, 
Mm-hmm. You are never preparing for heartbreak, dude. You're constantly preparing yourself for yeah. heartbreak. That is horrible. And then Iris saying that she's um walking on eggs, like she feels like she's walking on eggshells all the time. That kind of triggered me because that was like my life for a decade. Like I'm 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 calling it right now. I think we're gonna start learning a lot more about Iris and Luke as we go through because that's a big statement walking on eggshells around your partner of five years, like there's, there's shit going on. Like I need yeah. to know more. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I really like, we really don't know much about it's everything is just very surface level right now. So very yeah, it's surface. Gonna, it's going to be super interesting to see because yeah, when she made that statement, I was like, Ooh, that's like no, definitely dude. not a good feeling. No, that's toxic. That's like a that's like a very like toxic statement to say about your relationship. Like being nervous or like having a little anxiety when you first start dating someone, like that's normal, okay? Cuz it's like you're just getting to know someone and like you got a little nerves and like maybe a little anxiety and like that's normal when you're first yeah. dating someone, getting to know someone. But after being with someone for 5 years, saying that you're constantly walking on eggshells, that means you're terrified to do anything wrong. That means you're always just tiptoeing ready for someone to snap. And I've been there. That was my life. And I'm telling you, like nobody, nobody deserves to be walking on eggshells in their relationship. It is a terrifying, just constant adrenaline rush, fight or flight feeling. So if she really has experienced that, there's more to this story. And I'm very worried for her situation, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. I mean, well, from what we know, it's that like every time something happens or maybe even not, he's texting other people. So it's like, maybe yeah. she feels like, God forbid, he's I just going to react. Wrong. He's just going to go, he's going to go do some shit. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that she's maybe a little scared because again, in the yeah. beginning it was that she was the fun party girl and that she got a lot of attention and like, he maybe wasn't very secure with that happening. So yeah. she feels like she can't be herself because God forbid she is, he's going to go gonna and try to, yeah, it's going to like, he's going to go and try and fill that void. But yeah, it's just, we got to be missing something. And we, I hope we've got to be missing something. Cause that is such a big statement. Like even if you're like unhappy in your relationship, like there's not a lot of times where you'll hear someone say, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. Like that's very rare for someone to say. And that means shit is bad. And I know that yeah. from firsthand experience. So yeah, we, we don't know. There's more to the mm-hmm. story with those two for sure. Um, yeah, there's honestly though, like to chime in though, if I'm being real and raw, which that's why we're doing this podcast. That is why we're Corey, doing it. You know, Corey used to say that about me sometimes. And I think he might've even said it on the show that he felt like he had to walk on eggshells with me. And uh-huh. as someone who is very self-aware about things that happened in the past, but also has held in a lot of things that have happened, um, I felt like that was an unfair statement that was made about me. If I'm being yeah. if I'm being completely honest because there were times where I was constantly being lied to and then I would snap and then it was like, "Well, I feel like I can't tell you things because I'm scared you're yeah. going to get mad." Where it's mm-hmm. like, that's not true because you never tried being honest at first. It started off with lies. It started off with lies and then you felt like you couldn't tell me things because you're always lying to me and then I would kind of get it was never yeah. like I got a fair shot to react to the truth because it was always a bunch of lies. And then it yeah. was, Aaron's the bad guy because I have to walk on eggshells. And I feel like, 
again, as someone who has recognized things I needed to work on, I didn't really get a fair car. I didn't get, I didn't get a fair like projection of me because he, he said publicly, he felt like he had to work, walk on eggshells and I yeah. kind of no, didn't, I hear you know that. what I mean? Like I didn't know I hear that I hear exactly what you're saying. And what I will say about that is I feel like people need to be really careful about what they say about their significant others because there's certain things like, for example, saying that you walk on eggshells, that's like a pretty serious accusation. And I don't think people realize like how serious that is Mm -hmm. because again, I know I've said it, but like I really lived that shit. And unless you've lived in a situation where you truly are walking on eggshells, just terrified for everything – 24 yeah. 7 in a flight like what is it fight or flight fight or flight yeah rush. that mm-hmm. that was my life and there's very few people that can relate to that so before you say that you you're walking on eggshells think if you really truly are because right, that is a very right. serious accusation so I think with them we'll figure it out but that stuck out to me because I was like damn like what's happening so it's I'm intense glad you spoke up Aaron because you're exactly right. Like in your situation, I've been on the other like, end of it. I've been you on the didn't other end need of it. someone to say that about you because that's like not like you had your faults, but you're not abusive, you know. And typically, walking on eggshells only happens to someone that's in an abusive relationship. Exactly. So, I've been on the yeah. other end of it, and that it was that was something that was like super hurtful because I was uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I I'm was, glad you said something. Are you kidding me? That's why we're doing this. Yeah, of course. Listen, to be a voice for people who feel like they maybe have gotten, I don't know, the shitty end of the stick in situations, like I I feel you. We are here. Um, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So I'm going to dive into um, Jillian's. I was, it was Um, about Jillian. Oh, so what I said, I said that she has, she had a super mild clip from Edgar, like super mild. Mm -hmm. But, For some reason, it really set her off. And this is why I think it did. I think Edgar cheating completely has ruined their relationship. If she can't move forward with him, she needs to let him go. Because just staying in this limbo forever isn't healthy for either of Mm -mm, them. mm -mm. And honestly, broken trust is pretty much impossible to get back. Like if you really both individuals make a conscious effort, like maybe it's possible, but – if it's you're blaming really your if you're yeah. blaming each other constantly, it's like you're not working together as a team. You're just trying to like make yourselves look better, blaming each other for like the things that happened in the past. Yeah. You have to either move on from it together and seriously let it go, or and you make can't some be together. Life major life changes, so it's never an issue again. So you're not triggering her anymore. You're not. She's not triggering you. But right now, like that clip was so mild. Like I, if I got that clip, I would have been rejoicing. Okay, but she got that clip and it freaking set her off and yeah. made her basically be like, I'm going it sounds like she's about to go all in on this experience. She now. said, I'm going balls to the yeah. wall. <laughs> she literally I have written down, she said at the bonfire about not wanting to waste time because she's young and it's so true though. Like yeah. I know we touched on this earlier or like in the last couple episodes, but like she really is young and this is her time to just yeah. go balls to the wall. Like obviously Amen. you're in a relationship. You only live once. But like you're here to figure that shit out. And if right now you're already like 
you know, I don't, I feel like he's doing this. I want to, then do it. Just fucking do it because you're never going to get an experience like this back. And this is the time to explore all options. And if you guys are meant to find each other again, you will. But I'm all for her partying and living her best life because like she said, she's so young. Like now it's the time to do it. Yeah. And she clearly hasn't let go of whatever he's done. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. It just, it's not going to work there. It's not going to work with them. I'm, I'm calling it. Um, so Iris gets her clip and I think the fact that she thought her clip would be worse than what she saw speaks volumes. I just like, I go back and forth with Luke. I do not think he's like a bad guy. I don't like, I can't, I can't understand it. Like there's, yeah. Times where I'm thinking, all right, he seems a little like, like douchey, but then there's other times where I'm like, this guy honestly seems super sweet. Like, I don't understand why Iris feels like he's going to like ruin that's their relationship. I'm, I'm so confused. That's, who, that's why I'm telling you. And I don't like, I'm not calling it yet because I still, again, there's still moments that he has that I'm like, okay, like when he was in the in the pool with mm-hmm. Juicy and he was opening up and like he got emotional about his family. There's moments that I'm like, oh, like, wow, like he's really like feeling his emotions. He seems like a good guy. But mm-hmm. no, I'm telling you, I feel like there's more to this story. There's shit going on back at home that we don't know about. I'm I'm this episode, I'm starting to relate to Iris based on shit she's saying. I think she's holding back on what the fuck is going on. She's and, gotta be because I'm I'm so yeah. confused. Yeah. Truly, no, I'm really, I really I truly think because she literally said she's like, I thought it would be worse. And then later, we'll get into this later. She talks about how she's only ever been in toxic relationships. She's only ever dealt mm-hmm. with heartbreak. I'm telling you, there's more going on behind closed doors with those two. I'm calling it. I really feel it in my soul. And no, then I her, believe it. I do. I'm, I'm, I hope I'm wrong because I don't wish that on, on her at all. Mm-hmm. And I also like, don't want to like think that of him. Cause, but I don't know. It's not looking good. It's I'm noticing all the signs. I'm noticing I'm all the signs. I, I think she's trying to protect him right now by not speaking up about what the fuck's yeah, happening. I, but is she trying to protect him or is she trying to protect herself? Because you know how I think that both. works where it's like you see something and then you like we saw it with Jillian and Edgar. Like the second Edgar saw something he didn't like, he literally went and exposed Jillian. That we no yeah. none of us knew Jillian did that. The first like no. you know what I mean? That's a big deal. That's a big deal. So to not mention it until like all of a sudden you like snap. Like I feel like yeah. it's one of those things where it's like fight or flight, you protect yourself, you want to make every like, honestly, I can't relate to that because I blamed myself my whole season. And honestly, if anything, I re- I don't want to say I regret that, but there was a lot. That relationship was very two-sided. There were things that yeah. I never brought up that I for sure could have. And I think that you do get put in a position where you're like, okay, like I either need to like internalize it or I have to expose. And I feel like yeah. there's a lot of that happening, but so I can't tell if she's trying to protect him or protect herself I because think, he knows stuff about her. I don't know. I think she right now, I think she's protecting them both. I think she's hiding what the fuck is really going down in their relationship and whether they're both at fault, whether he's at fault, but there is more to this story and it's becoming clearer by the second. Um, her acknowledging that he might see her building a strong emotional connection in his bonfire, 
Um, mm-hmm. Her acknowledging that seeing that would hurt more than anything physical was like interesting because she's acknowledging like she definitely has a real connection with George and like yeah. Luke's going to see that and like that's going to hurt. Like that sucks. And then this yeah. also made me really sad mm-hmm. is that she was saying how Je- how um, George – checks off a lot of her boxes and Mm -hmm. um, Mark asks like, what does that mean? And she basically is saying that all she wants and Mark clarify this, all she wants is appreciation. And like, these are bare minimum requests. Like that is a bare fucking minimum request. And that's all she wants. Like, that's really sad. Like that's again, why I think there's more to this story because if that's like, if George is showing you appreciation and that's checking off your box, that's literally bare minimum. Anyone that you're with should be showing you appreciation. Yeah. I agree. That's hard. That shouldn't, that shouldn't be on your list of things to look for. That should just be like standard. Yeah. It's tough. They both seem (laughs) honestly with Luke too, though, like Iris, I think, I mean, she's just the sweetest. She seems like the sweetest person ever. And I have yet to figure out like what, other than being like an yeah. outgoing girlfriend, what she's done. Mm, I don't want to say done wrong, but you know what I mean? But like but get, get him to be like that. And then I look at Luke though too. And I'm like the texting other girls is like totally unacceptable. Like, yeah, I completely agree with that. But then from, from day one watching them come on the Island, he just seemed head over heels for her. And I think that's what I keep like retracting back to where I'm like, I just remember how he seemed super in love with her and they just seemed very cute. He Maybe it's because he's just very like. Because like, I don't know. A lot of like, people thought Evan was head over heels for me. And he yeah. didn't give a shit. I mean, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was trashed to him. Literally. So I'm just saying like just because of a first impression. I mean, people can put on a yeah. show when they need to put on a show. Mm, yes I feel that I no, I agree dude I don't know I don't know what to think about them but I'm not it's not looking good because some of these things that she's saying are really sticking out to me like big time like that is bare minimum my girl yeah <laughs> like bare um Ashley's clip was pretty bad mm-hmm it was the him saying Trace is what he needed. I do think it kind of sucked for her because it was taken a little out of context the way they edited it. So it yeah. looked like worse than it really was. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I, I mean, will. he still said it though. He still said he it. He still like... said it. Yeah, it was not good. It was not good. And I'm just wondering, and we keep bringing this up. And I am I hope that we can, like by this next episode, we get more answers on this. I just do not understand how Ashley and LaSalle's have gone seven years without a single deep emotional conversation. Like how? Like she said that it. when she was talking to Mark. And I'm just like, I don't understand how you go seven. Like, what do you talk about? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> like, like, honestly, what have they been talking about for seven years? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> no, but that's why I'm like, I feel like it maybe it's no, been I, just so long that they forget they had that conversation when they first started dating and then they lost their spark. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Because I just like, I need to know what they've been talking about for seven, seven years. Seriously. Ugh. I don't understand. Like, do you just like Netflix and chill? Like, I don't get it. Um, Her voice shaking 
when she was like getting emotional and crying, that made me really sad. And her saying that she always puts people first and she's tired of that. Super fucking relatable. Like that. I I was like, girl, I've been there and I'm so sorry. Yeah. The bonfire. I feel like that was a good, I don't know. I feel like we finally got to see more from Ashley. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm happy about that because for a uh, not for a while, but like the first couple episodes, I was like, all right, like I don't really know much about her. I don't really know much about like the relationship and why she's here. And then to see her show so much emotion, it made it make a little more sense. And I'm like glad we got to see that side of her because I didn't really understand it. And then hearing the way that she was talking to Mark, it it did give some clarity. I just yeah, they got to get on the same page with like showing like emotion to one another uh yeah dude like i don't understand like i'm very confused about yeah. that um okay so that's them and then i also love like one thing that i just i wanted to point out because this happened like because i always had really really rough bonfires and all the girls that i was with were always like holding me and like holding yeah. my hand and comforting me and i thought that was really cool that Mm-hmm. seasons later like the girls are still coming together just like comforting yeah. each other like it's just so cool to see especially because you got to keep in mind this is still very early in the season these girls have like just met like it's been a few days right and I just think it's so wild how quickly you bond because you're going through such like a wild high stress experience with like so much emotions and yeah. I thought it was I don't know it's just nice to see like them just being there for her when she was like obviously very upset yeah no i i feel like people don't realize the bond you actually make with one another like, oh it's it's, n- it's insane and it's like because it's like you're yeah it's instant because you're it's that's all you have like you're so yeah. cut off from the outside world so, and you're going through such like a vulnerable emotional situation so you just like you just cling to each other for like safety yeah. it's like you're each other's safety net so what do you think about ash seeing her clip and she literally says she's completely unsurprised. I literally wrote that she sounds so mature and she's getting the answers that she's seeking. Because, yeah. I mean, the fact that she says she's not surprised goes back to the whole like Iris and Jillian thing on the ride there being like, we're expecting to see heartbreak and stuff. It's like, damn. Like, yeah. Like they're it to to be not surprised at your significant other acting a certain way is like alarming. In a um, sense. yeah. <laughs> and then when she's talking, I wrote down a few different quotes that she said to Mark because I yeah. was like just shocked. She said that this is this is what she said about Hanya. He, mm-hmm. if there is a finer woman willing to fuck him harder, yep. He'll he'll be like, this is my friend Ash. And then Mark asks, like, does he call you your a friend every time? And she's like, he calls me a friend every time. Like it, like that makes me sick I to just, my stomach. Literally, I almost like I have no words. Like I don't even but really like, know what to say to that. It's like that's where I go back to the whole open relationship thing. And I said this in episode one where it's like, why are you – why do people do open relationships? I understand the concept, but the way that Ash made it seem is that the second there's someone else that he's more interested in, he leaves her for that person or he at least tries to. That's not being in an open relationship. That's trying to find someone who is better 
and then going, trying to be with them. Unless yeah. that is the concept. Like, I don't know. And it breaks my heart because, I mean, it's a shame because Hanya now is saying that he's at least realized that's not what he wants anymore. But, yeah. like, it should have never been what you wanted to begin with because it just doesn't yeah. seem healthy. It seems painful on both ends. Like, I couldn't imagine going up and introducing my significant other to someone as a friend. Why I wouldn't ever want to be with someone who I felt the need to inter- introduce them as a friend. Like, no, that's it's like, so crazy. You should be proud of your significant other. You should be Very. like, want to show them off. You like, want to show them off. You want to like this is my man. Like this is my girl. Like you exactly. should want to show off the person that you're with. So yeah, and then she and says, like, "Oh, you know, say what you're gonna." No, say. I was just gonna say whether it's intentional or unintentional. Whether it's intentional or unintentional, you're making your significant other feel like shit. What you yeah. know what I mean? Like I feel like. With Ash, it's like she's over here feeling like a certain way about herself based off of his yeah. actions, whether he's trying to be malicious or not. Like you need to be but better how, at yeah. just, like, making your partner feel secure. How could she not feel like shit? Like I would be devastated if I was – if a guy introduced me as a friend that I was dating or like yeah. living with and not a life uh-huh. with. Are you joking? Um, and then she says, out of sight, out of mind, it must be so freeing to be able to just to discard people like that. I yeah. wrote, she is so smart. Now she just needs to listen to her gut. She knows. She knows that this is not okay. And it's sad. It's unfortunate because like I said yeah. at the beginning, I was starting to kind of feel bad for Hanya. And like he obviously is having regrets and he's realizing mm-hmm. this is not good. But it's like, dude, he did this and now he's going to have to figure it out or just like like lay in it. Like you did this shit and yeah. she's not wrong. Like that is so insane. Out of sight, out of mind. Like what? Like that is not something you say about someone you love. And I just hope that she starts listening to her gut because her, your gut is never wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I couldn't have said it better myself. And that's, a, that's the thing. He's either going to prove to her through his actions that he recognized the regret and that he is all in with being with Ash or he's not and he's going to kind of use what he's seen her do at bonfires to his advantage and then, again, try to, like, spin it on her. But it's like, dude, unless you are showing through your actions that you're willing to change, you saying you regret something means nothing. And I'm so glad, though, that she's realizing this because, yeah, she sounds just, like, Super mature, super, like, understanding of the situation. Like, she's literally, like – She's very aware of the situation she's in. She's so aware. And I'm glad that she notices that a normal person wouldn't so easily be able to discard someone. And on that note, on that note, this is such a good segue. I wrote – I'm back – to not feeling bad at all for Hanya. He asked for this shit. This is all his doing. Enjoy it. And then I wrote that Mark said, he was like, if what you're saying is true, that is an extreme, that's a very chilly compartmentalizing of emotion because that is, yeah, he, that's a direct quote. And I was like, Mark's seen this shit before. So I'm just saying like, Mark's seen this shit and then he's seen people go back with people who's done this shit. And he's like, I need to warn this girl without directly warning her. Like yeah, when you can yeah, when you can compartmentalize emotion like that, that's a fucking problem. So, yeah, listen to your gut, Ash. You got this and 
hopefully Hanya is going to learn a really big lesson and be a better man. Yeah. I mean, she just needs to live her best life. Like keep doing what you're doing, sis, because you're crushing it, honestly. Yeah. Um, A final note that I put about Hanya was, I don't understand what Hanya means about he needs to be honest with himself about how he feels. But then it was clarified later that he's second guessing the open relationship, right? Yeah, I think that's what yeah. he meant too. We're back at the villas. And again, I know like we're, let me know what you thought about this. So Taylor yeah. says to Ash, as soon as she gets back, she's visibly upset. Anyone that's been through a bonfire, all of you f- tiny amount of couples that are out in the world, you know, when you get back from a bonfire, you're just, even if you didn't have a bad clip, you're just like emotionally drained and exhausted and just like, you don't even know how to act or like yeah. live life. Yeah. So it's a dark feeling. So I thought it was really cool how Taylor was just like, you ain't got to tell me shit. Like he was just like, you don't need to, we don't need to like go down that road right now. Like just let her be mm-hmm. in this moment and not forcing her to talk about it. I thought that was really cool. And then I, I thought it was cool. Keep going. Oh, no, tell no, me no, your go. thoughts. No, no, no. Finish. I, Is it about, it's about Taylor finish. My last two thoughts about Taylor, when they're sitting down um, on the balcony, she is actually opening up to him about it. Um, I thought two things were funny. Taylor's intro line was like, soon your girl's going to be talking shit about you to me. I thought it was funny. funny I was like, it's coming to his intro line is coming to life. Full circle. Full circle. It literally happened. And then him like laughing, talking Okay, but see, this is the thing. I see you shaking your head over there. But I laugh in uncomfortable situations too because I'm weird. I'm not an emotional person. So when people get really emotional in front of me, it's like a nervous tick and I'll start laughing or giggling because it makes Mm -hmm. like emotions make me really uncomfortable. So I kind of understand that. But then at the same time, I'm like, "Eh, I I can still it. I can still control it though. Like if it's really like bad, like if someone's really like going through a moment, I can, I can control it. Like I can suck it up or I'll really apologize. Like if I smile or laugh, I'll just be like, I'm so sorry. Like I did not mean to do that. I'm just like, this is a lot for me. Like I'm, I get weird. Like I'll acknowledge it more than you did. This was my first red flag for Taylor. I'm going to be honest. Like I did not think. Let us know. I did not think the laughing was cute. I thought it was super, super horrible timing. Like, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, and it wrong. was like super like nonchalant. Like you just laughed in this girl's face and then you were like, sorry, I laugh when I look up. Like it just, it, it seemed like, I don't know. I did not like that. I wrote it in my notes. Like what the hell? She's going no, through I this get intense it. moment and there was nothing and to I like don't... back it up too. It was just like. I, no, I, I that, felt like she, I, I felt like she felt uncomfortable too. So she almost had to say the comment, like, or you could be laughing because like he's an ass or whatever she said. But like, he's I felt like she had to low key like make an excuse for him laughing because it was just like a very uncomfortable situation. Like that to me was my first red flag because I said it before. Like I can't tell Taylor's intentions yet, and yeah. I want to no, think I he's agree. a good guy because Ash deserves a good guy, especially after the shit she's been going through. But like that almost solidified how I've been feeling. And I hope that it's not true. I hope it really was just like an awkward, weird moment and that they'll move past that. It just, he didn't seem genuine. And I was like, Oh God. But yeah. And like I said, even when I do that, number two things, number one, if it's really a serious enough situation, like Mm -hmm. I can control it. 
And yeah. that was a moment that he needed to have controlled it. Or yeah. two, if it does happen, I like acknowledge it way better than he did. Like I like really apologize. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm just like, I don't know how to act and I get yeah. nervous. Like this is what I do and I'm nervous. Like I'm so sorry. Like keep talking. Like let's like get through this. Like he did not handle it well. I <laughs> so feel like, I feel like Ash in a – like this is going to be like me diving deep into this. But like I feel like her uh-huh. making her making an excuse for Taylor – almost in a way disrespecting her foreshadows uh-huh. the relationship she's in because she's making excuses for Hanya and the way that he treats yeah. her in a sense and is always like supporting him and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, and I'm not saying Taylor outwardly was disrespecting her. Like I'm not saying that's what he meant. I'm saying that in my perspective, him laughing at her wasn't, you know, the best move, but then she almost like tried to like justify it and yeah. I could see that being a pattern in her current relationship. She just maybe seems – she's just a very nurturing, like, empathetic person. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm and just, plus, I hope like, she does you, not get hurt. No, and plus, right. like, even later in the episode, she says that she needs to work on, like, loving herself. So I think that's also, like, foreshadowing. She's just always, like, making excuses for the people around her, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So when Iris says, I think we're on the dates now, right? Um, No, 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 no. They're at the house. They're at the house and they're still talking. So Iris says a comment to George um, Mm -hmm. that, and I wrote this in all caps because I actually like, this is something that just is so freaking true. I already know what you're going to say. Growth comes from moments of pain. I was like, damn, like that is wise because that is so true. And she also said she says that learning to be happy on your own is so important. And I'm like, yes, yeah. yes I completely yeah. agree. As someone who's preaching. Yep. Like I feel like I genuinely have been alone the past couple months, like trying to heal and figuring myself out. And like I can actually say like I am happy being alone. And it's that's yeah. it's easier said than done. It's very hard to like genuinely be alone and happy get to with that point to yeah. get to that point. And it takes a lot of work. So for her to like realize and recognize that's what she wants, like that's yeah. big. And I will say once you reach that point, like I try to explain it to people because people are always in my DMs. They're like, mm-hmm. how do you, how are yeah. you thriving? Like, how are you so happy? It's like, I try to tell people, it's like once you get to the point where you're perfectly happy and like thriving yeah. alone, the level of peace that you feel yep. is yeah. unmatched. Like yeah. I have never felt peace like this in my life. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to take someone fucking amazing that is like going to sweep me off my feet to disrupt my peace because it yeah. is it is addicting when you get to this point. For sure. And I hope yeah. and I can tell Iris she's she's on that level. And I wish that kind of peace for everyone. Yeah. George saying he hasn't felt feelings like this since like teenage love. I'm like, oh my God, like he's fallen hard and he's fallen quick. Like reel it in, my guy. She still has a boyfriend. Yeah. Like love him to death, but I don't want him to get hurt. Cause I'm like, she's still like there's a man on like two miles away that she's still like in a relationship with. I mean, yes, it's I feel like that's a very it, – it, that was, like, a big thing, too. It's, like, hard to navigate, like, trying to, like, be in a relationship with people yeah. who are literally dating other people, but then also, like, staying on that friend level because you don't want to, like, 
cross any boundaries or like come off too strong. But yeah, I think that him saying that might affect things down the road, but we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, totally. Sorry. So Tommy and Jillian are in the pool. Yeah. And he is just, wait, is this when they're in the pool? Sorry, my notes are confusing. I apologize, everyone. Um, I just think he's saying all the right things. Like, and then Jillian's talking about how she wants to dive into this little taste of independence. I just think like mm-hmm. he just, I keep waiting for him to fuck up. <laughs> and he just like keeps coming off like very genuine. Yeah, he really does. And like, you can <laughs> tell that like, right? You can tell that, like, she has a crush on him. Like, yeah. They, it seems like they have a crush on each other. And, like, the chemistry is there, like. and That's I what really... I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just, so, sorry, I just have to say before I forget. It's like, she's making it very obvious that she, like, wants to dive into this experience with him. But yeah. he keeps, like, he keeps being respectful and just like encouraging her journey. And he's not like pulling the trigger and it's just, it's coming off like really genuine and respectful. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm here for it. I know. It's like, I hope that's how he actually is. Like, don't break our hearts, Tommy. Stay strong. But like speaking of I know, of it, right? I'm confused. Ash brings Tommy on the next date. That had me all types um, of confused. So, okay. So I actually, um, I wrote a note on this because I kind of understand what she's doing because I did this on my season. (laughs) So basically Ash is saying that she knows that she has a connection with Taylor and they've already kissed and it's like, she's very tempted and she feels that with him. So she's purposely avoiding Taylor because of how comfortable she is with him and I did that shit because there was I, a single on my season that I was like, if I go on multiple dates with him and if I spend too much time one-on-one with him unsupervised, I'm going to cheat on my boyfriends. And I was listen. self-aware enough where I was like, I need to avoid him like the plague. So I, I went and I dated everybody else because I knew I, I couldn't it. go on multiple dates with him. I did that with Shaq. I I knew Shaq was head over heels and I avoided him because I was like so freaked out. I was not ready to like date emotionally, all that stuff. That is not what what I'm confused about though. I'm confused why she picked Tommy of all the people because you can tell on Jillian's face at the pool when she picks him. Like Jillian's low-key like – And I think about like with my season, all of us, we talked about who we were bringing on dates prior. Same. So it was like, who are you choosing? Blah, blah, blah. And like, I remember like we would like almost give little like, oh, like I feel like you should pick this person. Like you should bring him. Like all this stuff. We always talked about it. We always knew who we were choosing. That looked so like out of pocket and like, Unless that's yeah. brilliant chef's kiss editing, it looked like Jillian was like, like wildly confused and like a little like she, it, she I don't. Well, I think she was. So actually, that's a good point. Is um, that's a very good point because like what I pick anyone else? Yeah, I don't know why. Because what I did is I avoided the the single on my season um a lot. I avoided him a lot on purpose because I knew I had an emotional connection. I was like, I cannot, like, I'm not in a place to explore this or have this grow. I need to stop this from growing at all fucking costs. (laughs) But 
But what um what Ash could have done, you're exactly right. She could have picked a different single. She didn't need to pick Tommy. She didn't need to pick Taylor. She could have kept avoiding Taylor, but she could have picked someone other than Tommy. Yeah. And I do think though, Jillian, she handled it like a boss. Okay. I think she acknowledged it and then she like moved on. And I was like, that was impressive, especially considering how young she was. I know we keep bringing up how young she is, but when, if that happened to me, when I was like 21, 22, I would have not handled it well. Oh, so I would have been I, like fuming. I, yeah, I was impressed by the way that she handled it. She was kind of just like, ah, it is what it is. Like, I'm not going to like get all worked up over it. Yeah, it was very confusing. I don't know. Even Tommy's like, wait, what? Like, you can just yeah, tell. You could tell like, he was really shocked. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that that to me, I, I'm going to be honest, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but I yeah, still. Yeah, no, I, it, 100%. It definitely came out of left field. Yeah. Um, um, I said I love Alexa and how straightforward she is. <laughs> she keeps like she, she just knows what she wants, you know. And I she's said gonna, she's on the prowl. She's gonna get she's it. Yeah, on the fucking prowl for Lascelles. Yeah, Lascelles. Yeah, Lascelles. Yeah, oh God, like she knows what she wants and she's gonna do what she needs to do to get it. And I respect that. Okay, she's pursuing him, and that's who she's interested in. So I'm, I like her. I like, I like everything about her. I really do too. Yeah, I feel like again, she has her mind made up of. It's been the same guy. She hasn't flip flopped. She's, she's no. had like been focused on the same guy, and I think that's very like. I mean, good for her because it's tough being in that situation, especially when there's other singles who are getting more attention. It's, it's easy to then kind of go and find someone who you have more of a chance yeah. with. But like with her, she's like, nope, I know what she's I want. Like, it's you. Is, yeah. She's like, this is who I want. Yeah. Um, Luke starting to open up about what he's going through and he's like really struggling with emotions. See, this is where I'm flip-flopping. I'm like, okay, now he's seeming a little more human and like more emotional. And I'm just like, I don't know what to think about this guy. It's just, I liked that. I liked when, I like when he's vulnerable. It's like a very different side of him. And I feel for him too. I'm like, I'm, I can, it seems genuine. It seems it's almost refreshing, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, I, it is it is a different side of him because I feel like with him, it's normally like, again, kind of like making jokes or like making light of the situation or kind of like yeah. pushing, it, pushing it down or pushing it away. So to see him be vulnerable, like I feel like guys especially don't realize that women like vulnerability. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to like pass judgment. I mean, I'm as myself I was someone who struggled with opening up and being vulnerable like something it's like they think maybe it's more like a sign of weakness but really it's we love that like I love to see an emotionally available man or someone who's able to be vulnerable because that's super important especially if you're trying to find someone who you want to spend the rest of your life with you have to know that they have that side of them and when it when the time warrants they can open up and show that side, you know? Yeah. And I think for me, like I struggle with like being open with my emotions and being vulnerable just because of like everything that's happened in my life. Mm -hmm. But when I meet a guy and like they can be open with their emotions and vulnerable with me, it makes me feel safe to like 
reciprocate that. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, like I can let my guard down a little. I can like open up. I can be a little emotional, emotionally vulnerable if he's doing it. It like gives me the green light, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely, if it's a turn on, it's definitely a turn on. Um, okay. So then Luke, I thought this was adorable when he asked Emily on the date, I thought her Mm -hmm. reaction was so freaking adorable. Like I love that. Yeah. Like they, that was a cute moment. Like she was so shocked in the cutest, most adorable way. Yeah. And I, I like how she, he chose her because he wanted someone who could help guide him and give like yeah. advice. And I think that's like super noble of him because and mature he's looking, and yeah, mature. I love, he's looking yeah. at it with the perspective, like, all right, I do want to work on myself. I do want to be able to open up and grow and learn from these ladies, not just get the like physical like aspect or yeah. the more like, you know what I mean? Like he's looking at it. Like I can get some good advice from her and then take it into my relationship. And like, yeah. that's the, that's what I'm seeing from it. And I think that's awesome. Totally. Um, LaSalle's is going on a second date with Trace. Ooh la la. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say though, again, and I keep saying this cause I really like, I like this girl. She is so smart and mature. She's smart yeah. to not get her hopes up because he just seems kind of lost and doesn't really know what he wants. And she knows that she has like real feelings and a real connection and Mm -hmm. she's going to get hurt if she gets her hopes up too high. And she's very aware of that. And I think she's smart to be hesitant, honestly, because he's just too all over the place right now. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, I feel like he's so scared too to say the wrong thing. Like he's nervous. Ashley's going to see it or like, you can tell like when he talks to Trace, like, She's coming off very confident. She knows exactly what she's saying. It's coming from the heart. There is no – what she's saying is, is exactly how she feels. And I feel like when he responds to her, it's very, like, patchy because he's holding back from saying, oh, if I say this, it might be the wrong thing. Or, like, if I – you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't think what he's saying is, like, straightforward and, like, exactly how he's feeling. I think he's tiptoeing no. around – the actual truth because he's scared either it's gonna lead lead trace on or ashley will see it or you know what i mean like yeah kind of no he's 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 tiptoeing a hundred percent and i don't know how he feels i don't know how he totally feels about ashley i don't know how he totally feels about trace i don't know really know what he wants Mm -hmm. he's just yeah he's a little all over the place yeah Chrislyn kind of cracks me up how she's just like, I want to go after Edgar no matter like who she pisses off. Cause I think she's literally like telling this to Marissa who Marissa's gone on a date with Edgar, right? They were like kind of feeling each other. I literally wrote, the claw- <laughs> I-, I literally wrote the claws are coming out with the single girls yeah. because she's yeah. like saying like, I don't care that like my friend likes this guy yeah like we're all here for the same like reason i need to like make myself known and i'm like honestly if i get what she's saying but i get the way she's she's going but the way she's going about it is a little a little mean girl a little wild to me that's the thing it's like alexa has it in her mind that she wants to be with a certain person she's not going around being like well i don't care what trace thinks i'm doing this like it's more like exactly she's doing it like her focus is LaSalle's and like no other girls are getting involved. She's not involving any of the other girls where I feel like in this situation, it's like she keeps being like, 
well I think that's like a that's like a insecurity thing I feel like women that are secure in themselves it's like other women aren't even a factor because it's like honestly at the end of the day if the guy that I'm pursuing wants someone else it's like okay like you're lost go enjoy that girl like I'm not it's that's not gonna affect me and I'm definitely not gonna like fight with some girl over this dude that doesn't want just me. (laughs) So I think that's like an insecurity thing when you're thinking about other women and not just you and your needs and what you want. Yeah. And like to always like talk about other girls, like, exactly. I don't know. It's like, like they, they shouldn't be a factor. Like the way Alexa's handling it. It's like, she, she acknowledges that there's other girls there and Mm -hmm. she's like frustrated that like they're all pulling him away, but it's like, that's what she signed up for. And that's not her concern. Her concern is she's going to go and spend time with him when she can. And she's going to try to make it happen. Yep. And the other girls aren't a factor and she's not being mean about it. Yeah. Um, for the guy, the party at the guy's house, I was not into the whipped cream party from last episode. I'm super into this finger painting party. That would be so fun. We did that on my season. Yeah, it was the a lot finger of fun. painting party. That'd be so yeah. cute. I'm was- I'm down for that. I want to be finger painted by a bunch of guys. You know what though? I have to <laughs> that say, sounded so bad, but I, I, I want you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I want to be finger painted. I'm fucking dead. Um. <sighs> Did we jump – did we cover the girl – like the girl's house party yet or no? No, that after? I, we're about to. We're about to. It's after. That's all I said about the guys' party. I wrote oh, okay. flag football is so fun. I was like this – I was like I want to jump into the screen and join this party. What the fuck, LOL. I know. Like it, I have it to looks, bring – It looks so much fun. I have to bring fun. up the, the elephant in the room though is that it's like Ash invites Tommy on the date to separate herself from Taylor. And then, and then is her making and Taylor. out with him at the party. Okay, but can we talk about how he, like, on the football field, how he grabbed her neck in that kiss? I mean, <laughs> I yeah, like, it's like fucking hot, toss me around. Toss me around, that's hot, fine. damn, hot damn. But that's not the, way it, that's like, not the point. From the front, man, he grabbed it from the front. <laughs> I was like, you know, shit. You, you know she got whiplash. Yeah, no, that was like I I might have rewound a time or two. <laughs> okay. She got her neck is hurting after that, but like I'm just confused. Like, and you then know, immediately Taylor, after they have that kiss on the football field, and he grabs her neck and his confessional, he's like, "Ash's boyfriend. I hope you see those clips, and I hope it hurts." <laughs> he's like, "Fuck That's you." Even, That's even more reason though, where I'm like, you know what? Maybe he's just here to fuck around because he seems like he's into the drama yeah yeah i mean god bless that's fucking hilarious god bless i don't know i was um, just confused about that though because i was like i we it went from self-aware separate to making to out on the football field where he's grabbing your neck i will mm-hmm. say though sometimes you just can't fight the chemistry you know you're drunk you're on a football field wearing very little clothing <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be able to resist. Like if I have like chemistry with a guy and we're all hot and sweaty on a football field wearing nothing. Um, (sighs) yeah, no, I get it like that. Ain't no way in hell. I'm not. I know. (laughs) I know. I get it. I just had to bring it up because that's what we do here. But like, yeah, I get it. I mean, damn, the two of them are hot together. Like, honestly, that shit gets steamy. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it. Um, 
so now we're to the part where Jillian and Tommy are in the pool. It's after the party. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy is just always, I keep saying this. He's always saying all the right things. How he, can, how he said, um, she was like kind of panicking. Like, do you think it's a red flag that like, I have a connection with you when I have a boyfriend and what he said was like so valid and like the perfect thing to say. He's like a connection is a connection. Yeah. Like there's not a problem with that. Like they're not doing yeah. anything wrong. They're friends. They get each other and they have a connection. Like that's not yeah. a problem. They haven't crossed any lines, any boundaries. Like he's just very smart and just he's just saying all the right he things. He is. I'm I'm he just, really I is. Yeah, it's and- wild. And then he brings up, like, date three. Like, she's like, I really wish that we went on the date together. And he's like, that's what date three is for. Like, you can tell he's kind of, like, putting it in her head. Like, bring me on the next date. Like, I want to go with you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just, you can tell that he wants to spend time with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Because I I really do, I think that they look cute together. I think that They they, they would be a fucking beautiful couple, too. Yeah, they definitely, they look very cute together. Um, then they all play a game of truth or dare. Um, freaking Ashley straddles Iris, kisses her. I'm like, this make is out getting queens. out of hands. We got some make out queens. I love it. Right? Just living in the moment. And then Ash and Taylor, they're going to go get ready for bed. And Taylor says, no pillow wall. No, no, Jillian says it. So Ash and Taylor are going down the hallway. Yeah. And Jillian says, no pillow wall, baby girl. I was like, oh, shit. It's like she's encouraging this bad behavior. Okay. And now we need to take a moment of silence for that makeout in the hallway because <laughs> I'm letting you know right now. Uh, up against the wall, the grabbing the fucking throat again. I just they're they're really hot together. Like it's we talked about it kind of has me shook up a little bit. No, <laughs> like we talked about kinks earlier, or like in one of our episodes, like choking me out is like something that like Taylor oh. seems to be an expert at it. Yeah, a, con- he connoisseur. Is the neck, a yeah. choke connoisseur. Is that the word? <laughs> That's a hard word for me to say. <laughs> We're gonna make it a word. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. He, yeah, that hallway scene, I was like, I like this in the best way. Like, I can't in the best way. Like, I cannot. No, I am I am all for it. Like, I honestly hope that they continue to just, like, live, live in the moment and have the best time ever. Because if, like, it just Out seems everyone- so passionate and fucking, like, at the moment and real. And I'm, like, all for it. Like, I, again, yeah, I'm like, ooh, I was watching it. And then whenever, right? And then whenever I think like, oh, like Ash is like kind of cheating, I'm just like, no, she's not. She's not cheating. Her boyfriend calls her a friend and um, he told her to dive in and they have no rules. So anyone listening that's like giving Ash shit, like she got the green light, okay? Like she, out of everyone, she has the green light. That Exactly. And their only rule was to not disrespect one another. However, they were able to do things physical. So it's like, she's not doing anything wrong. Like this is, yeah. you know, what I mean? how can you decipher what one form of disrespect is and another in regards to like anything physical? You can't just yeah. be like, well, this in my mind, like this is disrespectful. And like, this isn't, you know what I mean? Like you can't just pick and choose. If you're saying being physical or like, like 
being physical with someone is not a form of disrespect, then you can't just switch it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I'm making no. sense, but no, you're you're making perfect sense. And like we said, they had no freaking rules, so it's like it is what it is. Hanya, yeah. he did he did all this shit. I do not think she's doing anything wrong. No. Um, I don't really understand why everyone is encouraging Chrislyn to go for Edgar. I feel like, okay, that is something I want to, he was not in this episode. Edgar? He literally was not shown in this episode. Like he was barely in this. Yeah. Edgar. Yeah. Like I, I feel like right. we missed the whole fucking chapter. Like something happened. Yeah. Because- Cause I don't really understand because they're all sitting together like Han and I feel like Chrislyn and Hanya have like been on a date. And like they're it's, all sitting together, like t- trying to encourage her to go for Edgar, and I'm just like, what? What has happened? Like, how has this occurred? Exactly. Like, where is it coming from? But then also, like, she says something else. She's like super, like into him and attracted him. I'm like, where, where, when? We didn't see yeah. any of it, and I understand it's hard to show it all. So I'm not saying like they didn't ever talk. I'm just wildly confused because I feel like he where was it barely- came from. I feel like he was really barely in this episode. Yeah. And agreed. I'm just I, so to be honest, I didn't, I didn't really notice that till you said something, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I haven't noticed, you know, yeah, he's not, you're right. But I didn't notice it for some reason, which is very weird. Yeah. Um, so I have a random note here. I just said juicy and Luke, they are super attracted to each other. Do you know why I might've written that down? Let me see. <laughs> no. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, well, everyone, that's what I think. Juicy and Luke are super attracted to each other. I um, think because they're like consistently, they've consistently like been hanging out, hanging out, and I think he asks her on the second date, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, I, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I um, just think that they are always. No, whenever- he didn't ask her on the second date. He asked Emily. Remember, we said how cute. Oh, you're right. How could I forget? Yeah, she's sweet. But I, I don't know. They always are. They always are together when it's like hot in and the heavy. house. They're in the too. pool yeah. now. They're this like um, little paint party. They're together. It just yeah. maybe they chit chat a lot. That's why. Yeah. Um, Lascelles. Okay, so now I started to feel a little bad for him. Lascelles, I think he's talking to, is it Corinna? Corinna, the therapist? Mm -hmm. He says he's starting to realize what he's risking and making these connections is like giving him an uneasy feeling. He doesn't want Ashley to feel like he threw away something for nothing. And he's like getting worried. He's like very worried. And then one thing, then I wrote a few other things down because he said a lot in this conversation to Corinna. Yeah, we got to figure out how to say her name too. I'm so sorry if we mess up anyone's names. There's so many of you and it's, it's a little bit hard sometimes. Yes. He wrote, he didn't wrote, he said, I promised her something I knew I couldn't keep, which was just like, damn, like that was a big freaking statement. And then he said, and I wrote this in all caps because this is just like, I cannot I'm at a crossroads between keeping what I have and going for what I want. I was like, then I wrote, I was like, boy, I was like, you are on a fully paid vacation on a tropical paradise. Relax. Reel it in. Okay. (laughs) Like my guy, like (laughs) 
this is a fully paid for all expenses, like vacation, tropical paradise, no worries, not real life. Like you need to pump the brakes a little bit because that's a fucking crazy big statement. And it's yeah. been five days. He just <laughs> seemed like, like that conversation. He seemed like I'm not going to lie, a little intoxicated. Like he, I think was kind of like letting it all pour out in a sense, which we all he do. Was definitely like the floodgates were open. He was 100%. drunk for sure. He was drunk for sure. Kind of just letting it all out. But like, that is like a crazy thing to say. Like, <laughs> yeah. Between what I, I'm at a crossroads between keeping what I have and going for what I want. Imagine seeing that, like Ashley seeing that at the bonfire too. I'd be like, oh, how is that not, how is that not going to be her clip? That that is so wild. That is a hundred percent. They're gonna fuck with her with that for sure. Like if for I'm sure. not what you want, then respectfully leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> the honestly, <though. laughs> you know like, what I respect, mean. Respectfully, never fucking talk to me again. <laughs> like truly, jeez, yeah, that's wild. Um. All of these dates are freaking awesome. Like the freaking go-kart situation, mm-hmm. the rappelling down a waterfall. Yeah. I'm like just jealous. Like the, for real, like these are some awesome freaking situations. They, the dates are amazing. But what I will say is this poor girl, Corinna, I wrote, she looks so awkward with Hanya. Like she does not look happy to be in that car at all. Like when they were like driving yeah. around and you have Luke and – Emily or and then like everyone else is like whoa you it just flashes to Hanya and her and she's literally like this she's literally like like looks so miserable dude like I can't I'm like starting to think either I have I have RBF resting bitch face I own that shit I can't that's either the way that she always looks or She's just getting stuck with this dude and she's fucking miserable like I don't know man she does not look happy. And she's a therapist, so she's probably just in like a constant therapy session. Yeah, you know, she's yeah, like she, she, she thought she was going on vacation, and she got hired by Ti. Like they just look so awkward together. Like she was with Hanya, but other than that, the dates look literally sick. Um, um I said. Ash saying she felt like a uh, oh yeah Ash is on the date with Tommy and mm-hmm. they're sitting down um I think they're like eating or something and he handled this so well I wrote he's so sweet I can't get over it um Ash telling so him sweet. and opening up about how she's felt like a second thought for so long like yeah. I would not wish that on anyone and I just yeah. and she kept apologizing for crying and I hate that I hate yeah. that. Like, I don't understand when it became a thing for everyone to feel bad for showing emotion. Like, she's over here like, I'm sorry, I'm crying. Like, I know she meant it in a way, like, because they're on this date and it's supposed to be fun. But and the she, fact that yeah. we all feel like we need to apologize or, like, feel bad yeah. for being upset over real shit is, like, kind of concerning. Like, for a while, I was always embarrassed that I cried a lot. And then I was like, whoa, why are people making me feel bad for expressing yeah. myself? Like, that's fucked up. But yeah. I will say, too, the way that Tommy handles the situation, I'm going to bring it up, compare it to the way Taylor did. Like, it's just so different. Oh, yeah. It's just Wait, so different. You're, you're, that's such a good comparison. You're a thousand percent fucking right. Dude, think about you're it. right. Like, you I'm glad ta- you brought that up. Dude, you have Taylor's, like, laughing and, like, 
I understand. And Tommy again. is like, he like even put his hands like on her knee and like not a disrespectful way or like yeah. anything, but just like comforting her. He, he was hu- like, yeah, they were hugging. It was like, it, yeah, just like, that's the difference. And that's what I get a little nervous about with Taylor because a physical connection, it's great. It is, but that can't carry a whole relationship. You have to no. be like emotional and like, no, oh, wow. like you can like work on your like so like chemistry wise, you can work on like your physical and like intimate life together. Mm-hmm. You can always make it better and like yeah. work on that shit. But you an emotional connection and someone being emotionally available and vulnerable, that shit, you it's either there or it's not. Exactly. And yeah. So yeah, chemistry ain't everything, you guys. You guys can work on that and fix that together over time. Yeah. But the emotional stuff doesn't come. You mm-hmm. can't just like make that happen. Yeah. Um, Emily is just like super smart. She knows what's up. And I think she can also sense that there's more to the Iris and Luke situation, the way that we can sense it. Like when they're talking, she, you can tell she knows yeah. that there's more to the story. Yeah. Cause it's not adding up. Like why, why is Iris bringing up shit from five, six years ago? Um, exactly. Because it's, it's still happening. That's why. Yeah. And like, he's, yeah. he's not <laughs> saying that. And Emily, you could tell she's picking up on that for sure. Yeah. He said, oh, yeah, I feel bad because I keep like going off on this dude, but he just keeps saying and doing shit that I'm just like, dude, <laughs> he like- said, I quote, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't feel loving towards someone if I'm being beaten down for being talked to about things that are childish at this point. I wrote in all caps, walking red flag, a healthy person acknowledges the behavior, holds themselves accountable, apologizes, changes the behavior, and it's never an issue again, period. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is the thing. She, it's not childish that she, when she brings it up to you, it's, you're still doing it. You're, like you're doing, still doing it, it every few months. It's, it's currently happening, my guy. So yeah. no shit, she's going to keep bringing it up. Exactly. And I'm just saying like, this is why guys, I think don't fuck with me anymore because I just like, I do not put up with this shit and I call it out immediately. Like this dude, I would have him put in his place so fucking quick if I was on that island. Like I can't with him. Like it would not be an issue. She would not be beating you down constantly if you mm-hmm. changed your behavior. It's not that difficult. I mean, listen, you're <laughs> like, you're you're preaching to the choir. Like literally, all I, I wanted just, was someone to yeah, same thing. Like I I thought I was. It's like she's not going to keep bringing this shit up all the time mm-hmm. and she's not going to keep like beating you down, which is a pretty interesting sense of w- use of words. If you held yourself accountable, yeah. acknowledged what you did, apologized, and never fucking did it again, like why would she keep bringing it up? The biggest thing is like <laughs> you could tell me till your face turns blue that you're going to change, that you are going to work on yeah. yourself and you want better for yourself and all this stuff. That's fine. But I'm going to be honest. It doesn't mean shit to me unless I fucking see it in your actions. And I'm sorry, but yeah, like action, yeah. as someone who's actions speak louder like, than words. If actions speak louder than words, I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it anymore. And like, I feel like that's where Iris is at. Like, she's so freaking sick of just hearing, like, getting blamed for everything, and then like hearing how he's gonna change and he's not gonna do it again. And he's trying to be more open, and then doesn't do anything about it. Like, it gets to a point where it's like, yeah, 
she's obviously going to keep trying to like get you to reach your highest self because she's in a relationship with you and she wants you both to fucking grow. But at the same time, like she's not your mom. She's your girlfriend. Yeah. It's not yeah. her job. Yeah. Like, exactly. yeah. amen. God, I'm like, I could write a novel. <laughs> yeah. Shit. So I just, he's, he's a lot. Okay, so Iris is on the date with George, and Mm -hmm. she's kind of pumping the brakes with him, which is, like, valid. This is what she says. I've always had boyfriends since high school, and I never got a break. They either brought me heartbreak or toxicity. And honestly, like, yeah, dude, I relate to this on a spiritual level. I wrote, I need to meet her in person, have, have like, a long life chat with her. Because that's another reason why I've been single for so long. Mm-hmm. Not just like out of choice, but because I had literally had a boyfriend, whether it was like Evan or someone else, I had boyfriends from age 16 to 29. Like I had Same. never been Same. single. Yeah. I didn't know like who I was, what I want. Like mm-hmm. I had no idea what it was like to be single because I always was living with and for someone else. Yeah. So I just like I totally related to that and I kind of understand what why she's pumping the brakes because she's bu- building this emotional connection with him and it's basically if they keep going down this road she's just going to dive into another relationship with him and right and now she, it seems like she really has some shit that she needs to figure out on her own. I was going to say she won't be able to like work on herself. You know yeah. what I mean because she'll put so much effort into the connection that she would be making with George that in turn she won't be yeah. able to like it'll again just be like pushing away working on yourself. And that's something I've always done too. Like I I, honestly, since high school, I'm the same way. Like I've always jumped into relationships to try to like fill that void and not deal with the heartbreak. Like I was never alone and it's just so healthy, but like, it's also, it's amazing that she's noticed this and that's what this experience does to you. It forces you to be put in positions where you have to recognize things or notice things that you probably wouldn't have on your own. I mean, that's what I got out of my experience. Like there was a lot of like, I keep saying it, it, but just like self-reflection and like figuring out how you can be happy and then bringing it, bring it into like relationships or other situations. A hundred percent. Like I would not be the woman I am today if I did not take the last three years to really like dive in to like everything I need to like fix about myself, fix my trauma, like what I want out of life, who I want out of life. Like I, cause I never did that. I always distracted myself with boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's so, so important to be single for a while and really figure out yeah. and like learn about yourself. I completely So I agree. get that. Yeah. Um, so Jillian took Evan uh-huh. on the date because Tommy went with Ash. With Ash, got it. And then um, she, he made a comment like – her expect her expectations for her man are very low. Do you know why he made that comment? I think just because like all the cheating stuff, right? Yeah, I think that she thinks that she like deserves the bare minimum, but it's like Yeah. She a literally lot, deserves I feel like I feel like a lot of these girls are bare minimum 
girls and I don't mean that in a bad way because everyone has to learn but it's like lots of the things they're asking for are just like basic basic requests which is so sad and it's a shame I think it's a shame Mm -hmm. because I just think like you deserve what you give and more like if you don't have like you just deserve what you give and more like what you give out to the world and to other people like you deserve that back and you shouldn't have to ask for it yeah I only have one more note. Do you have any more notes? I have one more thing. It's about Trace. Yeah, my my last note is about – I mean, my very last note says did not see any of Edgar this episode, but, like, my one before that is about Trace, yeah. And they're, like, pretty um, – Yeah, when she said, I feel like I'm fighting for something that I don't have a chance at winning – like, dude, she is so emotionally intelligent yeah. and so real – I really, really love this girl. Like she is so, yeah. Like she is so in tune with herself. She's so in tune to her needs. She's so aware of the situation she's in. I'm just like, I'm really impressed with this woman. Like, yeah, for real. And I feel bad for her because everything she said is so valid. Yeah, I feel bad for her too because you can tell like there's like pain behind her voice or like pain behind her eyes like she really really is into him but he's not fully invested in her like she is with him and I mean that must be a really 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 tough feeling like I couldn't imagine like not only are you in a house fighting with a bunch of girls over someone but that someone also has a girlfriend like it's like yeah that shit's probably so stressful and I don't know. I I feel like by her saying, I think we need to like pump the brakes and separate ourselves. Like, yeah, I'm just, I have so many thoughts on how that's going to play out. LaSalle's is the one that pumped the brakes, right? No, she's the one. Oh, she is. It ends. It literally ends with her being like, yeah, I think I need to like basically distance myself from you. And you could tell he was like, fuck, like he looked very upset by it. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like... But I don't know, like, what he expected. Like, this poor girl is, like, crying. You're basically, you're telling her, like, you have an emotional connection with her. You want to pursue her. She's everything that you need. But then, like, but you're But then he still, also like, comes back and... Yeah, you're, like, like flirting also, and, like, talking mm-hmm. to the other girls and telling them what they want to hear. And then you have your girlfriend of seven years. It's, like, it's too much, man. So I – yeah, I'm a big it's, fan of her. I think she's handling it very well, the whole situation. Yeah, she's super mature. He's just, like, right now he's all over the place. And, like, I get it. It's very hard to figure out what you want when you're in that situation because you do have a lot of things, like, flying at you at the same time. But – Yeah. Like – above I don't know it's it's so important to not hurt the people around you you know what I mean in order to like benefit yourself and I think that right now he dug himself in a hole where he's like wow like I really have feelings for Trace and then I express them like maybe he expressed them too soon and now he's like scared because she feels this way like she she's not like making this stuff up he said stuff to her about it and now She's literally like, well, you told me a certain thing, so now I feel this way about you, and now he's kind of pumping the brakes. And that's probably very hard for her because it would be different if she just assumed he felt this way about her, but, like, he said it. (laughs) Yeah. No, he – exactly, exactly. 
So that's where the episode ends on another freaking cliffhanger. Um, any last thoughts before we close it out? <laughs> no, I just feel like this, like, honestly, this season is like. It's a lot. I don't know what to Ooh. think. Like my, like, I just keep like flip-flopping everywhere, but I just, I don't know what to think. All I know is I'm a tam- I'm a fan of Tommy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of Luke. And that those are really the only two concrete things I know right now. I this. would say how I felt when we first filmed our episode one. I'm definitely like having a lot of like different thoughts, honestly, on everyone. Because yeah, there's a lot more truth coming out at these bonfires and just like, yep. when the drinks are involved, like people start, I mean, rambling out their souls and you find a lot out and I might have misjudged a bunch of people like I genuinely thought that Luke was like super innocent super sweet I do I I think he does have that side to him too but the more I watch it I'm like I just don't like when people blame their significant other for making them feel a certain way like yeah you know what I mean like especially when you're fucking texting people every few months Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's why i was like like i've been there like everyone like back in the day i used to get so much like hate because everyone thought i was like horrible to evan but little did everyone know the truth of what was going on behind closed doors it's like okay there's a lot more to this story everyone um there's kind of a reason i'm done with this dude yeah, people act like I just felt a certain way about Corey, like, for no reason. Like, there was a right? lot building up, and... There's two sides of every story, and then there's the truth. It's, except yeah. when it comes to certain situations. In my situation, there's one story. <laughs> it's mine, and it's the truth. <laughs> Period. There's two sides and the truth, and then there's Casey's side, which is side, the truth. <laughs> which is the truth. There is no other side. <laughs> I'm so sad. I'm so sad. You guys, we're giving you those episodes over an hour. <laughs> I promise. We are. It's not as long as our first, right? it's up there. Oh. Um. Okay. So that is the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Quick little reminder. There will not be an episode on Thursday, but starting next week, episodes will be dropping every single Tuesday and Thursday. Yes. Um. Please, again, if you need our email, it's temptingpod at gmail.com. Instagram, it's tempting pod, the link in bio. You can click that. You can see everywhere that you can listen to our podcast. You can donate, or you guys can just give us follow, like, love, five star reviews, yes. whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. So, yep. Same thing as a usual. If you have any questions, please comment or DM us. Like, we really want to throughout our podcast answer questions and again like we're doing this for you guys as much as we're doing it for ourselves um my mic will be fixed by the next episode so bear with me i know it's been a little funky but this is like a work in progress casey and i are across the country like we're really putting our time and effort into this so we appreciate you guys and we appreciate any love that you could give back to us whether it be just sharing for supporting yes Alrighty, you guys thanks again for listening to it's tempting pod with casey and aaron <laughs> love you all, all right, bye. We love you guys bye